I've never encountered anyone as irritating and as useless. Ah, she's terrible. (laughs) She's absolutely terrible. I'm Fifi and welcome to Inside Fifi's Mind. Today on this very first episode, I will be talking about phobias. You know, it's not a hard topic to talk about, you know, and you shouldn't be scared either. I got you, I got you. But first, here's the fact of the day. for the fact of the day. Yes, we do our own sound effects on this podcast. <laughs> Eminem's. Who doesn't like M&M's, you know? Uh, chocolate covered in colored hard candy. I don't have a great description for M&M's because, frankly, I've only had it once and I don't like it. You know, when it comes to food, I really am a try-everything-once kind of person before you hate it. So, I tried it once and I hate it. So, <laughs> don't shoot me, shoot the messenger. Anyway... I wanted to find out what Eminem stood for. I wanted to find out where it came from and yeah, so here's the background. Eminem stands for Mars and Marie, which are named after the businessmen who created them, Forrest Mars and Bruce Marie, who apparently didn't have the best relationship as Mars leveraged Marie out of his 20% share of the business before it became the biggest selling suite in the US. Talk about brutal chaff. At first, M&M's was sold exclusively to the U.S. Armed Forces because candies were heat-resistant and traveled well. At first, partnership was successful, obviously, and upon the G.I.'s return home, they would sing Eminem praises because who doesn't love M&M's? I keep saying. This led to a high demand and production high, but with the high jump in sales came a new low for the company. Marie realized that the larger the company got, the more Mars had become a nightmare to work with. Mars became impatient and unbending that Marie ended up taking a million dollar buyout just to get rid of him. Mars bought the M&M company under his his name and phased out Hershey's chocolate in favor of one under Mars's own name. I guess, you know, the history of M&M isn't as sweet as you would think. A whole lot of I gotta see myself out situation, you know what I mean? But that's the fact of the day. So I started thinking, I started thinking, and I wanna do, I have a recommendation. I have a recommendation of what to watch. If you're bored, if you know you got time on your hands, if you just want something to watch, it ain't quick. <laughs> I mean, the episode's like, 20 to 22 minutes but guess how many episodes it has cha 220 episodes yeah genie it's naruto for y'all who didn't know it's naruto and i love naruto i i didn't think that i would love naruto actually um i i didn't want to watch it at first because of the many episodes that it has and this is just like naruto as a child there's naruto as a teenager slash adult i guess but that one has like 500 episodes naruto shippuden 
animators, animationers, what are y'all called? But y'all guys be doing too much. Y'all guys be doing too much. I mean, I get it because it's a great, like, anime, but y'all guys be doing way too much. Anyway, Naruto. Oh my gosh. Naruto is like is centered around this child named Naruto Hobbs who has like the spirit of the spirit or the chakra, I can't remember, of the nine tailed fox like put in him. So what happened? Nah. In the hidden leaf village, right, is where he was born. If I'm wrong, well then I'm getting my stories mixed up, but hidden leaf village, right? And there was like this fight. So they're all ninjas. So there was like this fight, right? And like the fourth Hokage, I think. The fourth Hokage um, was like fighting to the death with this nine-tailed fox thing. Nine-tailed fox is like, was like this, um, I want to say entity or like spirit of destruction, kind of. He was so angry and wanted to destroy the village. So the fourth Hokage, which is like a super powerful being, like rock on, wanted to, um, you know, I, I think he sacrificed stuff. I can't remember the first episode because I have so much coolness in my head <laughs> right now. So, uh, yes, he kind of sacrificed his life, I think, and put the spirit or the chakra of the nine-tailed fox inside a child, Naruto. Which obviously created drama because, mind you, people don't like Naruto because he has the spirit of the thing that almost killed them. So obviously he was an outcast and he had to uh, fend for himself, live for himself because he didn't have parents. Can't remember what happened to the parents, but he didn't have parents and he had to live on his own, fend on his own. And he's he's a very determined kid. He wants to become Hokage as well. So his driving force it's it's really strong. He's very passionate. He's very angry and aggressive. Like he's very, very aggressive, eh? Uh, but not like that aggressive that gets annoying. It's an aggressive funny, like an angry funny. Like he bursts out in fits of anger. It's amazing. It's funny. I also love the faces that he makes. It it really is fantastic. <laughs> have mr cool mr cool mr cool mr cool as i would like no he can't be mr cool because there's already a mr cool uh what are we gonna name this child okay you know what let's just give him his name his name is sasuke love sasuke he's like the cool laid-back kid like he just doesn't care like he just wants to be better and res- and like get revenge but i ain't gonna tell you of gotta watch it you gotta watch it to know you gotta watch it to know uh he wants to get revenge he's like this cool headed child he's very powerful very strong you know what i mean and he has the bada 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 sharingan which uh, it makes him see stuff (laughs) not like ghosts and stuff i'm not sure yet but it makes him see stuff like people's actions and he can copy them which is great it helps him out and like fights he's basically a copycat but we're not going to get into that because i wouldn't use that term he's just great 
Sasuke is um Sasuke and Naruto have a a kind of love hate relationship where they both like push each other because they want to be better better than you know each other uh so resulting in that they obviously become stronger and better people and yeah i just love their little love hate bestie thing it's great oh and sasuke is the last of his clan which like makes him like super famous or whatever so that's great <clears throat> it's very great um what else what else about sasuke uh no i just i i think i just love him that's i have a crush on sasuke and if you don't then that's your business comes this red no she's not red-headed no she's she's pink-headed you know i i have a love-hate relationship with the color pink but uh, i think that's why i kind of don't like her but sakura uh i have never encountered anyone as irritating and as useless <laughs> Oh, she's terrible. She's absolutely terrible. <laughs> she's the worst kind of person you'd ever meet. Like, she's she's weak. She's weak. But okay, technically all the girls are weak so far because they're just there, you know? Well, they're just there from the hidden leaf village at least. Mhm. From the other villages, chat get your fight back but my goodness she and ino yeah guys i know no no she's irrelevant really but sakura is the worst kind of person you would ever meet like she's terrible and she has a crush on sasuke i mean who doesn't but you know she has a crush on sasuke and naruto has a crush on sakura i don't know what he sees in her I don't know what he sees in her. It's terrible. I hate it. Like I hate it because she don't deserve his love. Chat. And like the only thing that I like about uh Sakura is that they give her these like monologues on the side, but not to they're phasing them out little by little and I don't like that. Which which about Vel? They don't want us to like her. Like do you understand my problem? Like they don't want us to like her fail because manje they they're phasing out the whole monologue situation and then they're giving her like a depressed vibe that they want us to make to feel sorry for her and I don't <laughs> I don't feel sorry for her um am I a bad person for saying that maybe But listen, listen, listen. I think the reason why I don't feel sorry for her is because um she was always bashing on Naruto. Like and they're on like a squad, her, Sasuke and Naruto. She's always like bashing on Naruto and saying that he's an idiot and you know stuff like that. I mean, Sasuke says that too, but you know, Sasuke's strong. <laughs> Am I Loki sexist? <laughs> um no, but I don't understand cuz she doesn't bring anything to the table cuz they say that she's she's smart and I don't see that. I mean, yes, in the training, you know, she got this whole 
chakra situation down like before sasuke and naruto but that was really the only thing that she got like she couldn't even protect sasuke and naruto when they were down she had to get help from another team as well from this guy who's like totally in love with her rock lee mm-hmm. and i love rock lee and his sensei oh my goodness guy sensei oh my goodness he's bushy eyed bushy eyebrows as Naruto calls him. But she's just useless. She's really useless. And so I think apart from her, y'all guys would like Naruto. Y'all guys would. would If y'all can begazelle the 220 episodes I'm doing. But I think I'm currently at like episode 71. I'm in the 70s. I'm a level 6 student. <laughs> not too much. Not too little. I'm just there. Uh, <laughs> so, I really do recommend watching Naruto. And if y'all guys do it, we can have like a little binge. We can have like a binge session together. And um, I'll update you as far as I get with Naruto. Maybe not every week. But some weeks, yes. I will update as to how far and what are my thoughts on it thus far. So I think, yeah, that's it for the recommendation of the day. Okay, we're going to jump right into the topic of the day, phobias. Maybe y'all have been waiting for phobias, maybe not, but, you know, here we are, and you stayed this far. I'm proud of you. Phobias. A phobia is an anxiety disorder, okay? Some say it's an irrational fear defined by a persistent or excessive fear of an object or situation. Phobias typically result in a rapid onset of fear and are usually present for more than six months. So if you don't have a fear for six months, it's not a phobia. It's not a phobia. It's just it's just a fear. Yeah, you need to get that checked out. Exposure therapy. <laughs> the causes can be genetic and environmental. The treatment could include exposure therapy, which I would not... I I wouldn't recommend because listen, I have arachnophobia, <laughs> and for y'all who have arachnophobia, do y'all want to be exposed to spiders, arachnids? I don't think so because we're we're afraid of it for a reason. Mm-hmm. So why would we want to be exposed to a spider? It it just doesn't make sense for me. But you know, if it works for you, cool, bro, cool. Um. Yes, exposure therapy, there's counseling, there's medication, so forth, so forth, so forth. The word itself comes from the Greek word phobos, which means fear or horror. Guys, we love horror movies. We love horror movies and we love to watch them alone in the dark uh, because it's fun to give yourself a fear. According to John Hopkins Medicine, yes, I visited the website at hopkinsmedicine.org, phobias can happen in early childhood, but they are often first seen between the ages of 15 and 20. They affect both men and women equally, but men are more likely to seek treatment for phobias because, you know, masculinity and stuff. And they don't want to seem weak, like I'm afraid of something. Nabi, I got you. I got you, baby. I got you. I ain't afraid of anything. I'm a man. So... 
It talks more about social phobia, which is an anxiety disorder in which a person has anxiety and often feels discomfort related to the fear of being embarrassed, humiliated, or scorned by the fiery judgments of people's condescending eyes. No, scorned by others in social or performance situations. Okay, this may make you feel a bit anxious, um, intensively uncomfortable, or cause lingering unpleasant feelings. Most people with social phobia or social anxiety will try to avoid situations that cause distress. So it's not like it's not like we don't want to go out. No. It's just that we can't. We we, we can't really go out because who would want to put themselves in a situation where they know they'll feel discomfort, anxious, and comfortable. You see, so really don't think that we're being, I don't know, prude or something, or we're just not being friendly. It's just that we don't feel comfortable being uncomfortable. And we don't want to showcase the uncomfortability in your presence because maybe we like you, you know, maybe like we have a crush on you. And then, Manjo, we're in a social setting and I feel uncomfortable and I start getting anxiety attacks. And now I've exposed the most, not the most, but I've exposed an inner part of me that I can never get back from that embarrassing, humiliating situation. So it's not that we don't want to go out. It's just that we can't and stop being selfish and pestering us to go out. You want us to dive in. You want us to have an anxiety attack, but it's fine. It's all right. Then there's agoraphobia, hope I'm saying that right, which involves the fear of having a panic attack in places or situation from which escape may be hard or embarrassing. Yet again, the social aspect of it, yeah. This involves being alone outside the house, being home alone, being in a crowd, you get the jizz. People with this phobia typically avoid crowded places like streets, crowded stores, Churches and theaters. Okay, I got a few phobias. Okay, well, not not yet. <laughs> I have types of phobias. <laughs> According to the DMS five, specific phobias typically fall under five general categories: fears related to animals, fears related to natural environment, fears related to blood injury or medical issues. Fears related to specific situations and others like loud noises, drowning, burning in a fire, peeing yourself when you're asleep, stuff like that. So I got a few, I got like three weird phobias that I think y'all should think, y'all should think on. Uh, cacophobia, cacophobia, C-A-C-O-phobia. Y'all figure out how to say that in your head. But it's the fear of ugliness. Yeah, the fear of ugliness. Let's talk about that for a second. The fear of ugliness could be the fear of people being ugly. And you're like, ooh, I can't do that. I'm afraid of you. Please stop. Um, is it, I was wondering if it, if it was like, um, like if, that's the reason why people fear monsters, because, you know, they're ugly, in a sense. So I guess we have a phobia for that. 
you know you learn something new every day or is it like a fear of not another person but um you're you're afraid of this thing of like say you're working on a project and then you're afraid it's gonna turn super bad like it's not gonna be what you envisioned like the masterpiece that you are like it's not gonna project onto this project you're working on i guess i think it maybe i'm wrong probably the weirdest one of all in in my day probably the weirdest one of all dermatophobia um the fear of houses which really boggles my mind it it really does boggle my mind because how are you afraid of a house don't you live in a house so how do you get in a house i have so many questions how does how does that work because you're supposed to live in a house and and you know sometimes your life how how are you afraid of a house bruh like <laughs> no no please get that checked out and the last one that i have is venstrophobia which is <laughs> uh, having a fear of beautiful women men hi how are you doing <laughs> you guys can say so you know it's all right it's all right it's a safe space it's a very safe space like okay and we can have a general conversation and we won't make you feel like outsiders men but you know if you have this phobia exposure therapy counseling medication just don't overdose because we gonna think you crazy and yeah i just wanted to be tender <laughs> i don't want it to be tender on this one and heed to your heart that's tucked away under the layers and layers and layers of toxic masculinity i'm kidding i'm kidding i'm kidding i'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh and now we know why vampires are afraid of the sun i looked it up no not really <laughs> no, because not because it'll burn in the sun or it'll sparkle in the sun no you've been lied to the movies been lying to you they just have helophobia well that's the end of this episode please be sure to like and share to your friends maybe family if you look cool like that socials you'll find me on instagram at spiragashi and twitter at gashispian follow the pod on insta at inside pp's mind until next time love you bye